Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Into the Night Minute, a show where each and every week teams of Movies by Minutes podcasters get together and talk about John Landis's little-known but very funny movie, Into the Night. I'm one of your hosts this week, Jim O'Kane of the Airport Minute, the Rocketeer Minute, the uh, Apollo 13 Minute, and a couple of other minutes. And today my guest <laughs> is, uh, not rotund, renowned, renowned. renowned, retired uh, hotelier, uh, Peter J. Regan. Thank Peter, you. welcome back. Yes, Airbnb super host, uh, VRBO <laughs> premier partner, uh, master of the universe in Dahlonega, Georgia. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. If you if you're going to stay in North Georgia, look for Peter Regan and give, give us a plug here. Where where can they find you fastest? Well, DahlonegaHideawayHavens.com, which of course begs the question: How do you spell Dahlonega, <laughs> right? Which, yes. by the way, uh, you may not realize it, Jim, but mm-hmm. Dahlonega, Georgia, was the site of the first gold rush in the United States in 1848. Wow, beating California by a year. Amazing. Yes, and there's. Golden Nimdar Hills is mm-hmm. actually referencing the hills of Dahlonega, not California. Wow. Now, can people pan for gold still to this day in Georgia? They can indeed, and they would, of course, find very little. But no. the point is, it's not the gold itself, it's the experience. Yes, the, it's the journey, not the destination. Correct. It's the, it's the wineries, that the seven or eight wineries <laughs> that we have here now. But uh, now, I, being being properly retired, uh, my better half, my bride, she uh, is always uh, striving toward us expanding our empire here. So, Dahlonega Hideaway Havens uh, is definitely um, our our crown jewel of the portfolio. So. Uh, hopefully, Jim, you'll be able to come visit us one of these days. I would love to. I've been to your first your first establishment. That's and right. Now, that as your empire expands, it's some great it's some great night uh, nights in the mountains. Yes, and uh, beautiful, you know, quiet pastoral and or uh, forest like, and a great way to enjoy uh, the United States of America as relates to Northern Georgia. Wow, so, you should uh, be in tourism board. I, I tell you. I, <laughs> <laughs> You've got a great spin there. I, I, hell, yeah. I, I want to go there. I'm already here. So go figure. You're living the dream, Peter. I'm living well, the dream, my friend. Wow. Well, speaking of living the dream, here's a man. Uh, we're just we just saw somebody who got uh, seven hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars offloaded onto the uh, the nice Ramada bedspread. Uh, but a uh, fascinating minute and a beautiful minute. We were talking offline before about how Robert Painter, the cinematographer, just makes everybody look really good. Yes. And Jim, uh, by the way, what I did was when I realized it was $750,000, I uh, was curious about how much each bundle was because he, he took four bundles. Okay. Uh, so if you take 750000 right? Yeah. And you divide it by how much do you think is in each bundle? I was going to go with about, hmm, let's see. It, well, 10 would be too little for 1,000. So Correct. About 20. So I'd say 2,000 a bundle. No, because if it was 2,000, there's, if you would Well, have, 750 divided by three. So I maybe 2,500? I was thinking 10,000 because if you, that would okay. make it then 75 bundle. So Okay, should, yeah. So 70, yeah, that, that, that sounds about right. I agree. Right, because if we could go back and look at the minute where it's the money is spread out, you get to see the money in its entirety on two or three occasions. And uh, I mean, you can guess it is approximately ten thousand each. So he took forty thousand of the of the money. 
So that, that could basically get him a good start in 1985. He could start a good B&B. Or put um, down a nice bed, uh, a down payment uh, on a nice house. I mean, yeah. uh, not knowing his lifestyle choices or where he was living, it's an educated guess, of course. Uh, but being that it's totally Yeah, cash, I'm assuming greater, greater L.A. area probably. Or, yeah. yeah, well, this is true. I, I, I guess I don't know the, the back story on this guy. But uh, I love the part where he just looks at him, you know, as he's taking it, you know, you know, when you watch when he's taking the money and putting it in his pockets, uh, Jeff, totally oblivious to what's going on. Uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't had any sleep in three days. So right, yeah. right, right. But, so, but she, 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 Michelle is the one who kind of has the, the close-up looking at him like, I'm really? Uh, you're, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the look of contempt is priceless. But Jeff yeah, is like, she just had somebody, somebody, somebody just blew his brains out on her, on her shoulder. Right. Right. <laughs> this guy's so, stealing from her. Yeah. Yeah. This is just, of course he does sum it up relatively well. Who are you going to tell? Who are you going to call the cops? Yeah. 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 <laughs> my free money. He's stealing some of my free money. Yeah. Very, uh, very noir. And, and she, he's actually, I mean, if you remember the original uh, agreement that she had with uh, Hasi, the fellow that would gone to Iran was she was going to get paid $25,000. So he's already taken almost twice as much as what she was expecting. So he's stolen twice from her what he did, what she didn't get from Hasi. Right. Nice. That, that's a very good, that, that sums up the, the irony component of that minute very well. Thank you. And it, it, also, it also brings up the, uh, the whole noir aspect of this thing that nobody's the good guy. There are right. no good guys in this. Right. So thanks, federal agent. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess he's got a quote split, unquote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, him and his fancy bar sinister tie too, you know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but just... uh, he was. It was funny, and just to bring this back full circle, uh, there was one other um, interesting part about this. The hotel door as he's leaving does yes. not have a uh, deadbolt, a throw bolt on it. Ah, and uh, I know. I, I don't know what California law is, but. Every hotel I've ever stayed at usually has uh, the state laws of the hotel, you know, how much a, the maximum fee would be to charge at a, at a hotel. I don't Correct. know why that's and not some on hotels, the California door. Well, some of them put them on the closet doors. Ah, Just okay. FYI. Uh, it just depends on the hotel. Uh, though you're, you're correct. To the state, some states, um, now the, the, the thing on the back of the door is the fire exit. Ah. That I guess they think... It's more important to know how to get out of the hotel if it's on fire, as opposed to knowing, you know. Whether <laughs> you're getting overcharged for your room afternoon, right. yeah. Which the rates on those things are always inflated to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to really delve into revenue management at this stage of our lives. <laughs> uh, it's probably. You'll ne- yeah. It's no probably more, a little no late. Excel spreadsheets in your right, life. Right, yeah. right. It's probably. I mean, this, this scene here is kind of funny because you end up with them. Um, it's it is interesting where he's giving them the, the seven fifty thousand dollars and Jeff's uh, uh, you know that's just a feature of his how he uh, keeps his head perfectly stationary but his eyes yes. move <laughs> so uh, th- this scene this minute really gives a good example of his stationary head moving eye uh, to the right going to Michelle yeah this is slowly becoming the Jeff Goldblum look right. Right, I mean, he's the one who's actually characterized this, did he not? Uh, and I, yeah. I, just, I just find it funny that this minute sums up quite the whole process of not only his look, but how he um, just had... I know he's had trouble sleeping during this movie, right? So yes. he seems like 
he's he's having problems comprehending what's going on in front of him. Like, oh, he's taking money. I, I don't really, he, he doesn't really kind of acknowledge what's going on here. He just looks around at Michelle. Michelle seems to be the one who's getting what's going on. Uh, yeah. It is funny, though, because when I looked at that, I go, you know what? He's got a good point. Who are they going to tell? I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Stay here for 24 hours. I'm going home. Yeah, and, and pretty much, I mean, I keep thinking Diana's eventually going to have to talk to his, her brother, Charlie, the uh, Elvis impersonator. Right. Bruce, Bruce McGill, because his his entire apartment had been torn apart by those uh, Iranian Savak agents. So I would think that she'd want to give at least some of that money to Charlie to fix up the stuff that um, that her, her act uh, screwed up. Well, that's very. That's that, that would be generous. I mean, that, and, that seems right. And Ed is is Ed going back to his cheating wife? I don't know. I just don't know where he's where he's at here yet. If he, I don't even think he's thinking that far ahead. I don't. I think he's just pretty much living minute to minute. Right. And he doesn't really think of the future at all now. It's all out of out of his mind. Yeah, I mean, I would um, I would think that this uh, this just sums up the whole movie well. He just here's three quarters of a million dollars, which again. I guess, have you figured out what that is in today's dollars, by the way? No. No, I, I can if you want, but not right now. Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's, I'm sure it's a, it's a lot. Probably multiply by three and you're, there you're Maybe, at. maybe he bought Amazon or yeah. Apple stock when, <laughs> yes. he, when it was like at $4. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, you know? you know, he could have sunk the whole thing at the Polaroid and there, there you are. You right, know? right, you could have, Eastman, <laughs> Eastman Kodak. Give me some General Motors. I uh, know yeah. that stock, I know that <laughs> film is going to be here forever. This fancy digital, I don't need that. I want this right now. Yeah, but, General Motors, how are they going to go out of business? Come on. Oh, the, by the know, way, blue chip. the end of the, the, the end part of the um, uh, this minute, I was laughing about the commercial. Um, what does that have to do with selling cars? It has to do with L L.A. This is Los Angeles, and L.A. is, of course, a car culture. Right. So we've been we've been seeing Cal Worthington and a bunch of other car commercials through the entire movie. And this is just this is what it's like being at night in L.A. You see a bunch of crazy commercials. I mean, nowadays, the equivalent would be you'd be seeing um, uh, Crestor commercials and things that would help you with some, uh, you know, some liver disease that you don't that you don't know. You know, you didn't know you had this we, disease, but now you've got a way to control it. We have um, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, myself and my bride. When we're watching, you know, cable, there are certain commercials that, not to go off on a tangent here too much, but there's one commercial that irritates my wife to no end, and it's about a migraine commercial. Ah. And when this, the mother is having a migraine. The daughter, she's a little girl, like five or six or something, goes, Mommy, are you feeling okay today? And she brings in this box and goes, yeah, do you want to play Pirates and um, Princess? And the, the commercial is mom now playing with her, but she whips out all these costumes. So she's, in one scene, she's a pirate, and then she's a robot, and then she's, and, yeah. and I'm like going, and then she turns the wheelbarrow into a plane and flies and pretends it's a plane with her daughter around the backyard. And I turn to my wife, Karen, and go, I, did you ever do anything remotely like that with Matt? <laughs> did you did you make any costumes up uh, from you and Matthew to go out and pretend the wheelbarrow was an airplane? And then she goes, "No, no one does this." I guess she goes, 
I don't know of any <laughs> mother who makes up these costumes yeah, to go uh, to uh, play pirates. Our our kids have a our, our kids have a dress up box, but it's like basically you you fill it up with stuff and let the kids figure it out. You right. Don't, you don't have to. You don't. Need, you do not need to narrate their story. They'll come. That's what imagination is for. You give so, them that stuff. Let them figure it right. out. Right. And she has like, for example, um, a mom bot costume. It's a robot, but it's made uh. for it's a mom version of a robot. And she's going around the backyard chasing her in this mon bot. Uh, I, I've got a. I'll find that the commercials. Wow. I'll send it to you. Uh, and okay. It's, we, can, uh, but, we can post it. We can post it on the Facebook page. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> so yeah. It, it's like it would make you. I, I'd rather have the migraine than do what they're doing. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, but, I'm not sure how this ties into this minute. That well, uh, last night. Well, we're, we're, we're looking. We're 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 looking at uh, we're looking at Cal Worthington, who we've seen all the way through, and. Of course, Cal Worthington, legendary in Los Angeles because he would do all these different uh, stunts. And he was always introduced as, here's Cal Worthington and his uh, dog Spot. And it's never a dog. It's always something like a like a tiger or a rhinoceros or a what, hippo what? Or, or a buffalo. And anyway, yeah, it was just like crazy stuff. But it w- you would notice it in the middle of the night and go, yeah, you know, if I, I do need a better car, so I'll go see Cal. And Cal, right. Cal is no longer with us, but his, you know, his legendary nature is, is right here. And it's just... It's a cheery jingle. And the idea that you had a guy that owned a car empire, but he'd be willing to strap himself to a biplane and start doing, uh, you know, barrel rolls. It's pretty amazing that, the, you know, here's a guy. And that's what he had to do to get his $750,000. Right, right. He had to earn it the, the original American way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, God bless Pennzoil and Cal Worthington for this thing. Um, one thing I wanted to get back to in the, in the middle of this film, the, the thing that hit me odd in this minute, was the stance of uh, Ed and Diana while they're talking to while they're talking to the agent? The agent is standing normally, but Diana and Ed are both standing so that their feet are about like 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 they're standing at the ends of their own personal skateboards. They seem to have their feet about two feet apart on the ground. That's not how people stand. No, and especially with the way their hands are. Yeah, their hands are very, you know, where do I, it looks like, where do I put my hands? Well, just put them at your side, and then I want you to make sure that your feet are shoulder distance apart from each other. Yeah, what do you make of that? Is that just the way they were framing it for the camera? Yeah, I mean, I I think, I think they just try to, you know, here's, we we need you to take up this much of the screen, and we need Jeff Goldblum to take up this much of the screen. The only way we're going to do that is if you take a bit of a wider stance, like you're going to hike a football to somebody. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and stand stand like this, yeah. But you know, Clue Clue doesn't have have to. So he's got his legs together, and he's just stuffing wads of bills in his pocket. So yeah. he looks normal. Yeah. But he's and again, you're not supposed. You're really not supposed to be watching this movie a minute at a time. This was the dawn of VCRs. So 1985, you wouldn't even be thinking about what people were going to look at, um, you know, seconds at a time. Or yeah, I'm sure uh, John Landis, when they were framing this out, weren't really. No one's going to look back. 35, 30 years from now and, you know, critique the ashtrays and the push button phones and all the, th- even though it is a good snapshot of time. Yeah. It's uh, a, it's a nice little time capsule there. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. I just, gosh, I miss those Oxford, Oxford shirts that you could button down and keep your tie from flying all over the yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, now, well now they have them, but they have them cause you know, when I worked in the real world, you know, every day turned a business casual in the sense of nobody wears ties anymore. Uh, that's too formal yeah. an environment. 
and what they do instead is they're, they're going with the sports jacket. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And even then, uh, Fridays are, uh, you know, not just no sports jacket, but it, you could also possibly be wearing, dare I say, jeans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's all different now. Now you have to go outside to smoke, and, and now they want you to, they don't, they discourage you from drinking now at lunchtime, all these rules, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. You know, better better you retired now, so you could get right. you know, get away from all that. So I don't have to sit around. Going, when I was your age, <laughs> we didn't have email. We had carrier pigeons, and then we had to we, we had, had the bourbon, feed. and we liked it. Yeah, yeah every yeah. day, every day, martinis, and go off and get your <laughs> ten layer dip at TGIFs and not gain any weight. And oh yeah, yeah. It, go, it goes on and on and on. So yeah. and nobody was trying to sell you drugs while you're watching TV in the middle of the night. Right, right. Yeah. There wasn't. A, 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 uh, we uh, listen to the same in name music over and over again with these drug commercials. So, but that's life. So, wow. Well, uh, for folks listening in on this, and if you'd like to chime in on your favorite medical commercials, um, <laughs> I have a. I, I seem to be always a, the. I seem to have a target market for people wanting to sell me uh, psoriasis. I don't think I have psoriasis, but I right. see a lot of psoriasis medicine. So. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm in the age group of psoriasis. Well, you know, there and I'm, of course, with Entresto, uh, it's the um, the sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, yes, yes. And I'm here to tell you, if Karen doesn't hit the mute button, I do. Uh, <laughs> I go, I cannot, I, I don't know what it is where, you know, they have, they spend so much money. It's, well, of course, obviously it's working because I remember these commercials. Yeah, so, yeah. You go ask your doctor, hey, what does this rash look like? Do I need something like like I saw in the commercial? Right. Do I need the one where they had the woman dressed up like a mom bot running around chasing yes. her daughter? I've come down with mom bot. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. So. Do you have the one where she's pretending she's a pirate and with her daughter? <laughs> uh, no? Um, how about the one where uh, dad, the, there's uh, another one the, where... Dad, dad can't keep up with his uh, his grandson because he's, he's running out of breath. Right, COPD. COPD, that's yeah. right, that's right. And then they pretend that he's like a, a wolf or something. He can't blow <laughs> the house yeah. down. Oh, my God. I guess I watch too much commercials. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I just got to get away from it all. But Thank well, you. For, yes, watch movies instead. Right, right. Hello. Uh, let yeah. me get on to some Spotify or Netflix or something. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Well, ah. for folks who want to want to talk more about this stuff, because we sure don't. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Check in with us uh, here at uh, on social media at uh, Facebook at the uh, King Lives Listeners Limo, or on uh, Twitter at uh, what is it? Oh yeah, Night Minute. And of course, you can if you haven't missed if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can catch up with them at nightminute.com, and uh, you can uh, listen to all these forever and ever because they'll be out there. Or if you don't want to listen to our website, you can find us on uh, of course all the popular things like Spotify or uh, what's iTunes now? iTunes is now Apple Podcasts. Or you can go to Google Play. Anyway, we'll be back here tomorrow to talk up. We're getting really close to the end now. So uh, check back with us here tomorrow as we talk a little bit more about Into the Night. Do we thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.